Media won't. It's the leading source of local, national and international news analysis and discussion and debate to strengthen the anti-capitalist movement. It exposes the lies and distortions of the power brokers and helps us to better understand the world around us. And good morning. You're listening to 3CR. This is Green Left Radio and it is Radio Thon Radio for Change. Yeah. So it's um it's an opportunity um you know to talk about you know the importance and value of community radio and particularly maybe what Green Left Weekly Radio brings um to the station. Um, we're looking, you know, for support and donations from our fellow listeners. Um, we have raised probably around over $295 so far. We have a target yes. of $1,500. Um, so that means we only have to get $1,200. 1200 $1,200, sorry. 12000 would be excellent for 3CR if we could. Yeah. So if you want to, if you, if you want to offset your, taxable income a bit, if you want to reduce your taxable income and you want to donate us a lazy 12 grand, by all means, yes. get on the blower, <laughs> 03 or you can head along to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate and you can just very easily wire us that 12 grand, 3CR will be all the better for it. And uh, so will your tax refund at the end of the year. And you can also SMS um, 0488 930 and 855. Yeah, get on the text line. Uh, now, it's of course important to acknowledge, as we do each week, that we are coming at you from the 3CR studios, 21 Smith Street in Collingwood, and that is built on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty was never ceded, and we uh, we pay our respects to elders past, present, and future, to the many uh, excellent Aboriginal activists out there in the community doing good work, uh, the, the people who host uh, various shows on here on CCR, and uh, yeah, sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hmm. So, um, I guess for today's program, we're going to be um, having a bit of a discussion, you know, about you know community radio, for, um, Green Left Weekly Radio, kind of reflecting on the past year, you know, the, some of the different highlights. We might discuss some a bit of news as well. Um, but I guess one um, thing that we have coming up in this program is we're going to be doing a bit of a, a, a short interview or interview with Susan Price. Um, Probably uh, listeners should know that um, Susan Price is known as the National Co-Convener of Social Science, but she was also previously um, part of Green Left Weekly Radio in its kind of early incarnation back during the 90s. Um, and it'd be interesting, you know, to talk to her about her experiences when she was on, you know, on FreeCR back in the 90s, especially doing probably what a very similar program to what we're doing now, because it was it was a fluid program of Green Left Weekly. Yeah. When was that? It was, was back during the 90s, so I don't know. Was it still going around 2000 when the S11 protests were on? I'm yeah. not completely sure. We've got Gab Reed here in the phone room. She's nodding her head profusely. Yeah. Oh, it's good to know. <laughs> 
Ah, what, what exciting times that was. I was in high school, so I didn't get to take part in the S11 protests, but I, I was aware of them, and I was very uh, mm. excited and heartened. I remember when... Uh I remember when I, I um, talk, speaking to a fellow activist who was there during S11, um, he went, he said that, um, back then, you know, it felt like, you know, the revolution was going to happen at any moment because, you know, there was just so much radicalization, so many people getting involved and active. And there was also so much to do in terms of like movements. And, hmm. um, but unfortunately after 9-11, apparently all that kind of radicalness kind of just went and died and, well, got kind of, you know, killed off. Yeah, well, it really put the far right and the, you know, the neocons on the, on the front foot, the, uh, imperialist response to 9-11. But yeah, before that, there'd been so much momentum. But, I don't know, I think this whole war on terror is getting a bit old. People are getting a bit sick of it and, uh, it's, it's not this kind of, magic thing to demobilise and distract that that it has been over the last kind of 15 or 20 years. So, um, yeah, that that was something in the UK elections. All right, look, 3CR need to raise 220k to uh, to keep going strong. So Greenleaf Radio's target is 1500 bucks. I know it is early in the morning, but I would encourage you, if you're listening, to... Roll out of bed and pick up that phone. P- perhaps silence your alarm that's uh, just come on. Leave the radio on. Silence the alarm on your phone. And uh, yeah, 0394198377. Make us a pledge. You don't have to pay straight away. You can if you want. That'll make things simple. But if uh, if you don't get paid till next week or whatever, that's that's cool. You can you can just. Get back to us once you've got that money in your account and fix us up before the end of the month. Hmm. Okay, um, I guess now, um, a bit of something to, something to, um, to reflect on is, you know, what, what have, um, for Zane, what have kind of been the highlights for you in this past year before the last Radiophone and that we've done on the program? Um, I think I was maybe overseas for the last radiothon or something. I, I don't think I was here when that was happening. Yeah, um, but I'm just talking about what we were doing in between yeah, the last yeah, yeah. radiothon and to up to now. Yeah, oh, just heaps of stuff. It's really good every week just hearing from all the different staunch activists who have been leading campaigns. It was great to hear from uh, uh, Ursula Alquier from uh, yeah, Gippsland Way about the um, the campaign to stop um, coal seam gas mining in Victoria and how that campaign was ultimately successful. Um, it was really good interviewing Jim Casey after Anthony Albanese's um, scandalous red baiting. Uh, and um, but I thought Anthony Albanese was supposed to be the Corbyn of Australia. <sighs> The Corbyn of Australian politics, apart from the sledging of socialists, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who else? Um, I think um, for me, some of the highlights have been um, interviewing Harjin, um, yeah. from, um, who's played a major role in the kind of Kurdish struggle, and you know, being you know on the like reconstruction board of Kobani, and she'll you know just to give a bit of a plug, she'll be speaking via Skype um, at the upcoming conference um, on the Rojava Revolution, which is going to be on July. I think it's on 
which July 1st, uh, on a Saturday, um, at the City Flinders campus of VU in, um, the city. So that'll be mm. happening all day from 9am. Um, and she'll be speaking at one of the sessions at that conference, which will be, um, informing, you know, being a bit of an outreach and educational conference on, you know, what's happening in Kobani and Vojava and the, you know, the new society that they're building there. Mm. But that's actually one of the um, things that um, Green Left Weekly Radio has been consistently covering. Um, every time there has been uh, a new development in the Kurdish struggle or even what's happening in politics in Turkey, which is all kind of intellect interlinked, um, we've always, you know, been you know, quite forward with, you know, interviewing um, members of the Kurdish community to find out, you know, what's going on, you know, to hear their stories, which is something, I think, you know, which again, I can go relate that to a point in, you know, why community radio is so important because that is the kind of perspective that, you know, you don't hear in the mainstream media or the mainstream radio, uh, or the, yeah, the mainstream radio, basically, commercial radio. Hmm. All right. Now, look. Uh, what you need to do is, hang on, I'm just trying to play a amusing sound bite, it's not really working, there we go, hooks up, come on, hooks up, swing us a bit of coin, swing us a bit of cash, uh, so far, the, uh, the phone line, a little bit quiet, uh, that's, that's the sound that the phone line's making, and that's not good, so... What you need to do, you, yeah, I'm talking to you right now, pick up that phone, 94198377, and make a pledge. Swing us a bit of coin. All right, just got a little announcement. The Green Left Weekly Annual Comedy Debate with Rod Quantock is on again. Saturday, June the 17th at the Brunswick Town Hall. MC extraordinaire Rod Quantock will host two teams of comedians debating whether fake news is real news. Comedians include Sean Bedlam, Gabe Hogan, Shirley Hood, Kirsty Mack, Morven Smith and Pauline Fartson Hellchild. The Green Left Weekly Annual Comedy Debate, Saturday, June the 17th at the Brunswick Town Hall, corner Sydney Road and Dawson Street, Brunswick. Doors open at 6.30pm. For bookings, go to trybooking.com forward slash Q-A-E-N or call 9639-8622. That's 9639-8622, a 3CR supporter. Are you wondering how you can pledge your support for a 3CR program during Radiothon? Well, you can call us on 9419 8377 or visit our website 3cr.org.au. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS. Or simply post your cheque or money order to Post Office Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. And be sure to tell us which program you'd like your donation to go to. And thank you for being part of 3CR's Radio 3. Alrighty, welcome back. 
Uh, it is 12 minutes past 7. You are listening to Green Left Radio Friday Breakfast on 3CR. Now, uh, if you're able to make a donation, please do. We are still chasing another 1200 bucks to hit our target to play our part as one of the uh, many volunteer teams that, that makes this radio station a thing each week. Uh, there's over 300 volunteers here. Over 300, Gab, or, or closer to... Closer to 400, yeah, that's that's crazy. 400 volunteers, so uh, quite a quite an operation here, quite a vibrant um, uh, patchwork of all the of all the different uh, groups, all the different voices that make 3CR the rad radio station that it is. So yeah, we're keen to play our part, pitch in, and uh, help make this thing keep ticking along. Old Black Betty, 3CR, uh, so. Please do get on that phone, get on the internet, chuck in. What's new, Jacob? Um, I guess I wanted to um, make a kind of acknowledgement of some of the donations that we received so far um, for our program. Um, just to start off, I'll talk about there's um, this campaign that we covered for Green Left Weekly um, Radio, um, and um, it's a campaign that's currently happening on campus. Um, it's about the relationship um, between the me- weapons manufacturer Lockheed and um, Melbourne University. Apparently, they have been making um, kind of like a bit of a deal with uh, Melbourne Uni so they can like build some kind of lab or research lab at Melbourne University. Um, and students have been organising to at University of Melbourne through the Melbourne uh, Uni Enviro Collective have been protesting against it and have been organising a series of actions, information sessions. Um, one of the persons who is involved in that program ha- um, was a guest on our program and he's also, for additional information, he's also my housemate. Um, his name is Callum Simpson, and he has given us $20. Ah, oh, uh, Callum, champion. Yep, so to support our program. Um, so, you know, it's a kind of um, um, awesome kind of sense of solidarity. You know, we've, support, we've supported hi, um, his campaign by, you know, giving him a voice um, through Community Radio, and he's, you know, he's um, responded back by, you know, with some financial solidarity and supporting the Radiothon and FreeCR. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good on you, Callum. And uh should also give mention to our staunch uh, Green Left Radio supporter and regular listener, Janine Bossell. And Janine has chucked in a hundred bucks, a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's like, in terms of maths, that's like one fifteenth. Yeah, if we had another twelve supporters as staunch as Janine, we would be there. So, thank you very much, Janine. You're a champ. And yeah, cheers also to Callum. And like, you know, if you're working, if you're able to chuck in 100 bucks, that's awesome. If you're a student or if you're only working part-time, if you're a single mum, if you are, you know, got a bit less cash, uh, if you're working in one of those sectors where your labour is not adequately uh, remunerated, then, um, you know, if you can just chuck in a little bit, all like five or ten dollars. Yeah, all donations are really um, valued, and don't feel like you've got to chuck in a, a truckload of cash. But if you can, that'd be great. Um, certainly, um, myself. I don't know about you, Jacob. Like, 
when we're volunteering here on Friday mornings, we tend to work around work. So every kind of every second fortnight, I'll be taking about three hours off off work to come and do mm-hmm. this. So if you're working full time, if you don't have that flexibility to take time off work, perhaps consider donating uh, three hours of your wages to support uh, to support your radio station and mm-hmm. to support volunteers who take a bit of time off from their work to. Bringing you the the content, yeah. and yeah, you can make um you can make your donation um to the um the radiophon through phoning nine four one nine eight three seven seven, or you can even just SMS zero four eight eight nine three zero eight five five, and you can give um indication of your pledge and what program is going. Though obviously, if you're texting probably during this time, you're probably supporting Green Left Weekly Radio and um and Friday Breakfast. Um, but we, yeah, we have a target of a thousand, well, fifteen hundred. Keeps I keep reading that as a thousand. I don't know why. And um, we have like twelve um, hundred and five to reach our goal. Yeah, but we made three hundred. That's that's not a bad. It's not a bad innings. Hmm. So um, I guess that. Well, I guess I want to talk about one of the other highlights that we of um, our program, and um, one of those highlights has been um, some. One of the things I found um, with doing Green Left Weekly Radio um, every week is, you know, we always seem to have like a surplus of content to work with. There's always, always, when we've consistently covered international politics, for example, um, Venezuela. Um, what's happening in the UK elections, and it's quite fascinating what's happening in the UK elections right now, um, after the election result right now. Um, we have, um, you know, you, you, we're in this kind of like chaotic stage where, you know, Theresa May could be forming in a coalition with the DUP, Ugh. which, uh, you know, for listeners' information are like, they're basically kind of like the equivalent to the Taliban. They have been described as the Taliban of of Ireland, and where they've you know participated in um, they've have links to you know organisations that have um that have you know I think their their play their political position is there for British nationalism. Um, they basically want Ireland, Northern Ireland, to stay with England, and that's mm. in stark contrast to Sinn Fein. Um, and the IRA, who you know want you know unification of North Ireland and the Irish Republic. Mm. Yes, most unpleasant. I've got Lali. She'll be here in a moment. She's just rocked up, fashionably late. I like it. Mm. Um, yes, yes, that's nasty. What's going on in uh, British politics, and yet also inspiring. And here's this fire with this flammable uh, cladding. Yeah, I was um, this morning. I was looking. I was um, looking at some of the political responses to it. And it's interesting how. Hey, we also have another guest in our program. We have um, Fred. Um, Fred. He's a high school student. Um, he's actually currently doing a kind of work experience with Green Left Weekly. So as part of his work experience, he's had the opportunity to um, be um, to say um, to check out our program and you know how we do things and get a bit of experience um, experience of community radio because it's probably his first. Every time being in the community radio station. Yeah, Red, welcome, Fred. Good morning. Um, yeah, probably the, the the crash course. The main uh, the main thing to know is just no f bombs <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> yeah, um, Fred's gone through this week and um, put together a big list of all the guests that we've had over the last like what year or 
more even. Uh, yeah, the last couple of years since the start, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a long list. Yeah, well, and uh, it was it was kind of um, fascinating looking for that list because we had all there's all these because um, the it kind of shows demonstrates kind of the diversity of guests that we've had on our program and you know these are the type of guests that you know you don't hear on commercial radio and and that is exactly why you should be supporting this radio fund and if you want to give us some money um, you can call phone nine four one nine eight three double seven or SMS zero four eight eight or nine three zero eight five five. Actually I'll just go repeat that because I think it got interrupted a bit. Um SMS zero four eight eight nine three zero um eight five five. And apparently we've just raised another hundred dollars. I don't know how that Yes <laughs> Who was that? What's the story? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah. Hello, Lali. Hi, Zane. Long time no see. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I know. Good to have you here. Yeah, this is, uh, it's fine. This is probably the first program in a while we've had all three of the presenters yes, together. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, do you know anything about this mystery $100 that just came in? <laughs> oh, no, I don't. No, no idea. Yeah, right. Not at all. Do you know anything? <laughs> <laughs> it is a mystery, but a welcome mystery. And if you would like to add to the welcome mystery... Please, uh, yeah, get on there. You could go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate mm. and you could make a anonymous donation to Green Life Radio. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, things are going really well, eh? We mm. need to get, get to the target. You know, um, I was listening to the um, fire in London and it's, it's really sad what, what's happening there and just health and safety. I mean, Dane, you know all about that, being a building worker. And... Um, the, the lives lost is so tragic, and it's good that the media is covering it. But the other sad thing is there's a huge landslide in Bangladesh. Over 130 people have died, hmm. and over half a million people have become displaced. There's not a peep in any of the media about it. Mm-hmm. And, and I sit back and think, you know, um, you, you wonder why people who are not white... Um, get angry because oh, I have to say that the people in London who were affected were uh, of, of multi-ethnic origin, you know, uh, different parts of uh, Africa, different parts of the Arab world and so on, and also a lot of um, English people and so on. Uh, even some Australians have been even caught up in it. And the, the fact that it happens in London gets more coverage um, and the lives in Bangladesh have been ignored. And, and we do cover on our program things like this is precisely because the mainstream media leaves out um, people. We, we treat um, on our program and, and, the, and the studio and, and the radio station as a whole um, so, many, so much variety and give uh, prominence to uh, disaster anywhere, not just London or, or New mm. York, you know, or, or Paris. It's, it's whether it's the Philippines, Manila, or, or, or Bangladesh, or, or mm. you know, any of the Asian countries, or um, Russia even, you know. And um, it's it's sad that that the media today don't do their job fairly, mm. and that's that, that's why 3CR is so important. We we cover across the world as much as possible, with the, given our limited resources. I think we do a fantastic job in terms of giving the breadth and the depth of news that we do give mm. um, across the whole day, every day. 
Mm. I think one of the most tragic things about the fire in um, London was it was actually something that could have been avoided. That's right. Um, especially in light of the fact that, um, you know, Boris Johnson apparently cut you know, fire services. It's actually an example of how, you know, austerity kills because if there were the proper regulations mm. were put in place. The and cladding was the main problem at the moment, that's what they're saying. Mm. And, in, you know, and I think the, the contrast between Theresa May and Jeremy Corbyn's response is quite striking because Theresa May has basically just talked to the fire authorities, um, visited but didn't actually speak to the public. Whereas Jeremy Corbyn, you know, was right there with the public, you know, giving um, them their condolences and, you know, showing empathy and support. She's getting inquiry done. Jacob, what's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) But just going back to the Bangladesh disaster, people who want to look about it, you can just Google it. And then obviously, you know, the the UN will be organizing stuff for them and and there will be donations required as well. Uh, but Fred, I want to ask you, how do yes. you find young people's issues being covered in the mainstream media? Uh, young people's issues, well... Um, do you, I mean, hear, you, what do you, you think is covered fairly? Um, yeah, well, uh, we, you, you get these things like um, you get uh, mental, um, mental health um, sort of uh, organisations for, for young people a lot um, sort of popping up. Um, now and then, and that that gets quite a lot of um, media coverage, I find. But yeah, m- mostly it's uh, you know it's things like you know, just the standard stuff, housing market, all all that. I don't I don't know if it's as covered as it should be. Mm. Um, but but yeah, but certainly there's these um, things. Uh, what, what's the example? Headspace. Um, it's quite good. Uh, they do a um, they do sort of uh, uh, call lines. They do uh, phone lines. We can call up and um, and uh, and just talk talk to people, and that's quite good, I think. Hmm. What I find is the wages for young people. Uh, every so mm. often, somebody uh, brings up an issue and they cover it, and then they forget about it. Mm. There's mm. no ongoing discussion of um, the youth issues um, across the media like you would hear things like you know what the what politician says and where they went and what dress they wore and mm. all this nonsense but anyway yeah so how's the donations looking Zane? Ah, on still looking a bit quiet need some more yeah well apparently that we um most of the donations didn't come in until 7 30 so we'll just make a big plug for it after 7 30. <laughs> well it's 7 27 so <laughs> in, three minutes. in three minutes i'm hoping there's going to be a flood of donations <laughs> yeah. a flood probably like some um some millionaire will wake up at like 7 30 a.m and he'll listen to this he'll dream on it, dream on and then he'll give a, and then give a donation of thirty thousand dollars or she she, Thank you, Zane. But, but most millionaires are usually men, so that's true. That's that's also true. Mm. Um, yes. And speaking of floods, that that also leads back to the Bangladesh thing because that landslide that's just happened, we can expect to see a lot more of that in coming years. Unfortunately, yes, because Bangladesh is so prone uh, to to flooding and to rising sea levels. And isn't that isn't the lowest uh, sea level country in the world? And be the yeah. first to go if water rises. Yeah, and with, uh, as we know, like a big population. What is it, like 80 million people? Mm, mm. Yeah, there's a lot of people in Bangladesh. 
Uh, my understanding is there used to be wild hemp forests that lined all of the rivers, and then um, at the behest of the British, I think, they, they ripped out heaps of the hemp, which made it much more prone to erosion and landslides and, and you know, mud floods and stuff like that. So, yes. Yeah. So. It's it's very sad to see that lives seem to um, be worth different of different value in in different countries. Um, it's um, a reflection of of I guess you know people can say it's racism. Um, it, we can say a lack of democracy. You can put labels on it, but the fact remains that not all people are treated equal. Mm. That's the uh, the biggest issue. Um, in, in relation to this particular, you know, things happening at, at the moment. But anyway. All right. Time for a bit of an announcement, I believe. Wondering how you pay your donation to the 3CR Radiothon? Well, you can do so online at www.3cr.org.au or call us with your credit card details on 94198377. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS. Or simply post your cheque or money order to PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066 and be sure to tell us which program you'd like your donation to go to. Are you interested in philanthropy? Do you want to be a major philanthropist? Well, I can help you. Donate to the 3CR Radio Fund. Get a legal, legitimate tax deduction by listening to your favourite radical program on Community Radio 3CR. Ring now, 94198377. Tell your friends. Tell your rich and powerful friends, you too are a rich and powerful philanthropist. Ring now, 94198377. Don't use the telephone. A bit passe. Well, go to 3cr.org.au. This is your chance to keep 3CR on air and get a legal, legitimate tax deduction. Donate now. All right. So, um... We're list, you're listening to Green Left Weekly Radio. You have Jacob, um, Zane and Lali on the line and also Fred. Um, we, um, I just want to give a bit of a thank you to um, one of the people who has pledged to our program so far. Um, Margarita has pledged $50 um, to support um, Green Left Yay. Weekly Radio. And um, Margarita is actually quite a regular guest on FreeCR. Um, right. She's been involved in the movements um, for quite a long um, time, especially the feminist movement. Um, and she was just actually just recently on the special International Women's Day um, Panel, broadcast. Yeah. Good on you, Margie. Thank you. But, um... Yes, yes. It's the second while I was going for that. No, no, you can talk over that. Right, but um, listeners can, um, who are listening right now, you can also make a donation um, to support the Radiophon and Green Left Weekly Radio. We have a target of 1500 um, and we've so far raised 395 so we only just need um, uh, 1100 No, it's got to be more than that. Yeah, we only need 1105 Oh, the target for our program. No, no, that's wrong. 
That's wrong. Your maths is wrong. What? <laughs> we'll do that later. <laughs> we raised more than that. Really? Yeah. But how do you know? No. Well, look, let's let's be, let's be on the safe side and assume that we do have to raise that full eleven hundred bucks. Mm. Heck, if we can raise, you know, two grand, that'd be great. If we could yes. smash that target out of the park, that'd be no. wonderful. That's all the better for three CR. So yes. no. dig deep, and uh, there's there's a saying in fishing: if you want to catch a fish, you've got to think like a fish. Now, if you want to. Uh, wipe out the corporate media, um, what would you say, aristocracy. You've mm-hmm. got to think like a corporate Domination. media yep. aristocrat. Now, <laughs> what would Rupert Murdoch do? He would offset his taxable income. He would minimise his taxable income. Underpay no tax. Yeah. <laughs> is what the story. <laughs> and he'd probably recycle that income That's right. back into his uh, media empire. And that's what you can do community member, listener, you can minimise your taxable income and recycle that into community media by donating to 3CR. Yes. And, you, and you can donate to 3CR by calling 94198377. Um, you can make it, that's um, the landline, or you can, or if you're too shy to call on the phone, you can always just SMS um, 0488- Nine three zero eight double five, and of course, one of the most important things about free is you know, you know, we mentioned Rupert Murdoch before, but we can't actually, you know, rely on government or corporate handouts. Um, we have to, you know, rely on the community, um, and we have to rely on working people like us, you know, to keep free independent and community radio of corporate and vested interests. And we don't have advertising from businesses. Um, it's only community groups and trade unions that um, you know support 3CR financially on a regular basis, um, and the remainder comes from the community. So that's why we appeal to the community to continue supporting us and to have an alternative voice. Um, when you look at the media, how it's controlled, you, recently a uh, journalist was sacked from um, one of the outlets. Which one was that? They sacked over 100 people. Um, they closed... Um, one of the, um, I can't remember what it is, but anyway, Channel 10 is on the receivership at the moment. So <clears throat> things like that happen, which means that even though we don't like um, some of the news presented in, in those um, you know, outlets, we still support journalists, and we want our journalists to be independent, and we want them to report facts, but the the fact that you know the community actually participates in presenting programs on 3CR means that we give you honest news straight from the field. And recently we covered such a um, news, and that was the lockout in in uh, Myrtleford, where a lot of uh, workers were locked out, and um, they um, they couldn't get back in. And, and the EBA simply wanted two two main conditions. One was job security. The other one was holidays for Christmas. I mean, you wouldn't think that was such a difficult thing to do, but that is what um, the uh, owner of the Muttleford, I think it was, it, it's a, it's formal, isn't it, Zane? Muttleford. Me, f- uh, it's, so Carter Holt Harvey runs a bunch of um, different, they make different timber products. Yeah. 
And that particular mill at Myrtleford is Australia's largest plyboard factory or, or mm. mill. So they and they still locked out, aren't they? Yes, yeah, they yeah, are. yeah. I, I, I spoke to Andrew. The, the, uh, his surname starts with a V. Vendramini. Um, Vendramini, that's the one. And it's funny, I was listening to ABC the other day and they were making a, making a list, you know, how they go through the, the news, re- uh, news summary. And they mentioned, I said... That sounds like the cult we had on our program, <laughs> so they picked it up from 3CR. Because I, I spoke to Andrew and he said, oh, um, we've got a media person now speaking on behalf of this dispute, so you'll have to ring that person. So it wasn't, they wouldn't have spoken to, to Andrew Benjamini. It was something they picked up from 3CR that we, the interview we organized, which is interesting. Hmm. I thought I'll ring up and talk to them, but uh, I probably have to wait one hour on the phone before I get through to the news, <laughs> news presenter. But anyway, hmm. so the, the, the fact that, you know, we pre- present uh, what may seem obscure to some people, but this is people's lives that is involved and workers who are being attacked or, or you know, um, who are not given the rightful um, wages and conditions, and you wouldn't find that on the mainstream media. In fact, they, they tend to pick up from us, as that one example shows you. Hmm. And similar things have happened before. Green Left Weekly is an independent newspaper on similar veins, also has done that. Like, I think we exposed one person being... Um, you know, lodged at uh, Nauru at one time, and uh, we exposed it and became, became a big issue after that. So alternative media plays a vital role in the community in exposing things that mainstream media wouldn't find. Either they will minimize it or they will ignore it, um, and they are editorially directed by the owners, whereas in 3CR, the community tells us what we want. Mm. And that, that's what keeps us alive and running. So we rely on the community. So I hope we'll have more donations coming in. Hmm. Yeah, please get on the blower. We haven't had any phone calls this morning. It's, uh, it's only 7.38, only eight minutes since they woke up, Zane. <laughs> well, <laughs> A cup of coffee and then, you know, start contributing. <laughs> I would like to think that 3CR listeners do not, as a homogenous mass, all wake up at 7.30. No, they don't. I'd like to think <laughs> that there's at least a couple of people out there who've been thinking about donating, who've been listening since 7, who's... who's dialing finger is itching they're just waiting to pick up that phone and call 94198377 and make a pledge yeah and and no no amount is is um sees that because you know people can afford five dollars people can afford fifty dollars some can offer thirty dollars hundred dollars whatever but every anything over two dollars is tax deductible and that's the thing to remember. And every every dollar is appreciated because it goes towards maintaining this station. We've been around for over 40 years, and we hope we'll keep going for another and more. Yeah. And that's what we want. I can't imagine uh, Melbourne without being without having 3CR because it's a, a station that you can tune to when you want alternate news and something different. And also we have um, alternative radio that we use quite a bit. Uh, David Basamia presents program just before we came out, came to a he he had a um, a program on which is very interesting to listen to. We have national programs, mm. stick together as a national program, and um, accent of women is a national program I think, and that goes Australia wide. Mm. Um, and we beyond zero emissions. That's right. That gets syndicated Australia wide. Yep. Sometimes when I'm driving up to Newcastle, I'll put on some community radio and I'll hear a bunch of stuff from. 3CR, like, yeah, go team. 
I always listen in the morning morning um, section because that's when you when you're able to do it, and then you go to work, you can't listen to it, and you always get you know value for money in, in terms mm. of listening to the news, and it's much more interesting than this the drivel you listen on you hear on some of the other stations. Mm. But anyway. Um, we've got to encourage people to, to donate to the ongoing maintenance of the radio. And we have... We've got bills. We've got phone bills. We've got right. light bills. We've that's got... Right. Do we have gas Building, bills? Building. Building stuff. Gas here. Probably hot water, whatever. <laughs> Just, yeah, the building. It, the building so itself. The roof's, the roof's falling apart. So yeah. we're working on fixing it. I have to look at that. Get up there and laminate some timbers. Yeah. And um, all that takes money, you know, like sixty grand to fix the roof. You mm. know, it's, it does. It's it's not a small small sum of money. Mm. So all that is important, and um, we don't uh, we are not biased. We we I mean, Tritia is biased towards the people who don't have money. Put it that way. We are mm. biased in that sense. Mm. But we got very broad coverage, as you mentioned, um, Zane. You know, environmental issues, anti-war issues, women's issues. Um, there's their programs of people with disability. There are all sorts of. It's a huge variety of programs. Hmm. Uh, just a quick announcement. Hi, this is Ros Ward, co-founder of Safe Schools Coalition, asking you to support 3CR, the community radio station that fights homophobia and transphobia through solidarity and community activism. Call nine four one nine eight three seven seven now. Are you wondering how to pay your donation? You can pay online by going to 3cr.org.au or call us on 94198377. You can also visit us in person at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy and pay by cash, cheque or FTPOS. Or simply post your cheque or money order to Post Office Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. And be sure to tell us which program you'd like your donation to go to. 3CR, Radio for Change. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have to flee your own country, spend days or weeks in a leaky boat on dangerous rolling seas, and then arrive in a new country where you are terrorised even more? Well, that's the life confronting millions of people in this world who have no choice but to seek asylum. All these people want is a fair go, but here in Australia, our government, in our name, treats these desperate people with cruelty and inhumanity. Here at 3CR, we aim to give these people a voice, a chance to speak out and let you know that they are just like us, people with hopes and aspirations, people who deserve to be treated as we would expect to be treated if we found ourselves in this position. Refugee Radio is the voice of refugees. 10am every Sunday at 3CR 855 on the AM dial. So say I'm not a worthless human being Cause no one needs a worthless human being My family need a worthwhile human being Radiothon 2017 3CR Radio for Change 94198377 3cr.org.au The best things 
want in life for free. But you can give them to the birds and bees. I want money. 3CR, Radio for Change. That's what I want. 9419 You are listening to Green Left Radio on the Friday morning breakfast show, broadcast live on 3CR Radio 855 AM digital and streaming live on 3cr.org.au. Green Left Radio is brought to you by the Green Left Weekly newspaper, providing a weekly source of alternative information which aims to inspire action to put people and the environment before profit. Subscribe to Green Left Weekly by visiting the website at greenleft.org.au or call 1-800-634-206. For new subscribers, it's only $10 for the first seven issues. Alrighty, you are listening to 3CR. This is Green Left Radio. Um, Jacob is about to head off, I believe. He's got to go to work, so thanks again, Jacob. Um... And we have got, actually, the uh, National Co-Convenor of the Socialist Alliance, uh, Susan Price, on the line. And Susan is currently in Sydney, but used to be in Melbourne, and was one of the hosts of Green Life Radio back in the day, in the late <laughs> 90s, early 2000s. So, welcome, Susan. Was it 2000s? I don't know. Hi, Zane. Hello, Lali. Hi, Susan. And there's Fred here as well. Hello, good morning. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm coming to you from the land of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation this morning. Yeah, we can. I want to pay respects to elders. Yes. Um, <laughs> the land of the Wurundjeri. <laughs> yes, yes. Cooler Nation down this end. So Cooler Nation, yep. What's, uh, wh- when did uh, Green Life Radio run previously? Uh, well, I got involved in the, the late, mid to late 90s. It was just in the heady years following the election of the Howard government. Mm. And, um, you know, we were running, basically hosting Friday breakfast for a few years, actually. And um, it was a fantastic, you know, experience for me being involved in it. I started out doing a stint of volunteering at the station on the phones on a Saturday night um, down in reception. And... Uh, did my radio training course along with the other comrades who were um, who were getting ready to produce the show and uh, yeah I was a producer and announcement um, on Friday breakfast during during some pretty interesting times actually there was lots of lots going on because you know Howard was uh, he was attacking well Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities first off um, but also the student um, introduction of fees for postgrads and higher ed students was happening at that time so I was quite quite involved in that campaign as well. Yeah, nice. And uh we were just asking Gab earlier, uh was Greenleaf Radio running when the S eleven protests happened? And she she was nodding her head saying yes it was. 
was it? Yeah, it was. It was, it was yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Um, I was actually, by that stage, I'd moved up to Sydney in 99, but um, the show was still running. And oh, okay. uh, when I came down to Melbourne for the protest against the World Economic Forum, uh, I actually... Green Left partnered up with 3CR as um, part of the media, um, you know, collective, I guess you could say, who were covering the protests. So we were working together quite closely. Uh, and I remember carrying my recorder around with me, uh, touring around the protests, interviewing people and recording material that was going, you know, live to air. Um, uh, as well um, from down at um, South Bank, so yeah, it was it was that was quite an amazing experience actually, and a really great, I guess, example of how the power of you know people's media, community media, when it's you know when we can coordinate our efforts is actually really you know just an amazing thing, and and those protests were certainly you know one of the fond memories I think a lot of us um, who lived in Melbourne or spent periods of time of our lives in Melbourne, you know, would be, would remember. Mm. Yes, pretty uh, pretty exciting stuff. And what yeah. else uh, What else did you cover? What else was going on back then? Paint, paint us a bit of well, a picture of that, that sort of the early part of the Howard years. Well, I mean, he really launched the culture wars and, uh, you know, one of the early... Um, Announcement that he made, you know, when he was elected in '96, was, you know, along the lines of what Pauline Hanson and others are speaking still today. You know, this idea of um, no, you know, special, no special privileges. You know, <laughs> it was basically an attack on on everyone who's marginalised in society, the oppressed, exploited, um, you know, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities, women, um, those who were, you know, who were uh, um, you know, surviving on welfare. You know, it's basically a total, um, a total rejection of that idea that you know the state, that community, society had, you know, any responsibility for the welfare of people, or that Australia should actually acknowledge its own history. Um, and that was really, you know, a lot of a lot of people today don't remember. You know, they they've grown up in in that with that ideology pushed down their throats and they haven't really known, I guess, what life, you know, what things were like before Howard got elected and how, you know, I guess things have, you know, just deteriorated and deteriorated for so many people since then. Um, you know, so it was it was a period of, you know, sort of shock and awe in a sense. Um, and so, you know, there were it was really important to have a, a community voice of resistance um, during that time, and I think that that's where 3CR really, you know, as as that voice comes into its own. You know, it it, be, it becomes, and it's always been really, but I think it was an intensification of you know the need for communities to organise the struggle, but also to have access to media to actually project um, and amplify you know their efforts um, through you know through radio through the media generally. So. Um, yeah, I, I really think you know if we if 3CR wasn't around uh, during that period, certainly in the Melbourne scene, I think um, the movements would have been a lot worse off. Uh, and I think you know, like Green Left, it continued to be a central um, 
central part of the movement for social change and the movement for resistance against. And there's a whole bunch of reasons, eh, why people should donate, dig deep, and mm. donate. That's right. <laughs> well, I just I made a donation just before I came on air. Um, so yeah, I'd really encourage all the listeners to um, get online, subscribe if you're not a subscriber, but importantly to make a donation to Radiothon because it's, you know many efforts. Um, even if you don't have a lot of cash, you know. It's if you can multiply the number of people that are contributing, um, then, then that's what you know. That's what will help reach the target for this year. And it's such an important, uh, important resource, important um, platform and voice for, for the movement. You know, we can't. We've got to make sure it's going to continue for many, many years to come. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, thank you for your donation. And it looks like we've got a phone call as well. So someone's ringing in to make a pledge. Very good. Awesome. Thank you, whoever so. that is. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting. No, that and the phone number is nine four one nine eight three double seven. Well oh, done. <laughs> you remember the number. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's interesting so, too <coughs> that the parallels between three CR and uh, Green Left Weekly. Uh, Green Left Weekly obviously is based around the national office in Sydney, but has got uh, different. Um, journalists contributing from across the land and and internationally that's right and then 3cr similarly it's based in melbourne but it it draws in a lot of uh, media from around the place and yeah kind of similar operating budget like green left weekly seeks to raise probably in the realm of quarter of a million dollars every year to to keep it ticking over and 3cr similar sort of scale even though one is radio, one is printing on, on well, they're both online. But, uh, yeah, sister organisations. And the other parallel is that they both rely on people's power, you mm. know, volunteers, mm. people um, producing, you know, in the case of 3CR or writing, in the case of Green Left, um, and, you know, getting the word out. So, you know, distributing Green Left Weekly on the streets um, as we do all, all around the country, uh, but as well, you know, in a way, you know, 3CR's reach is is really the result of efforts of individuals coming together. You know, volunteers, people promoting the station, and I think now in the digital age, both you know, media, Green Left and 3CR, have now got such a bigger potential reach, um, which you know is. Is one of the amazing things now, you know, that while 3CR is based in Melbourne, its reach goes way beyond that. Not just because it's, it's you know, able to syndicate programs, but um, now people can listen in live to, um, to to all the shows from wherever they might live, not just in Australia, but all over the world. Mm. And uh, uh, you know, that that's a pretty amazing thing, you know, like to be part of a a national, you know, national media landscape and uh, media of resistance, um, you know, here and part of an international, you know, movement of resistance. Hmm. Yep, that's right. That's damn good. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure you, you comrades have been up very early this morning getting the show together, but um, I really just want to encourage people again to ring in and make a donation to 3CR, um, 9419-8377. It's easy to do, or you can just donate online, um, as I did. 
so, so simple to do. Um, and, yeah, I mean, honestly, my time at the station was, um, was a very proud proud period in my activist um, history. And, uh, you know, working alongside a lot of extremely committed people mm. um, who are not just, you know, putting shows together and doing outside broadcasts and all that kind of thing, but all the all the roles behind the scenes that a lot of people probably aren't so aware of. Um, and certainly during my time, I had a had a stint on the management committee at the station, and that was that was a fascinating time. And I'm you know really glad I contributed in that way to the station, uh, and you know work with some pretty amazing activists who you know give up a lot of their time to help make sure that all those all those important you know things happen in the background that um, keep 3CR on air um, and keep the station going from year to year. Hmm. Yes, I remember during the um, nurse strike and um, you know and so many other industrial disputes when um, the radio was really important. And in, in I think there was a nurses program south of at that time, and I don't know how long it lasted, but uh, 3CR certainly covers all these industrial disputes all over the nation as far as possible. Um, and that's important because other media outlets don't cover them, you know, unless they want to bag them, <laughs> really. Mm. That's right. I mean, it's the immediacy of on-air broadcasting that is, you know, so key. Uh, and especially right now when, you know, when we look at what's going on in the corporate media landscape, um, you know, things are just about to get worse in terms of the level of control that uh, people like Rupert Murdoch are going to have over over the media, um, or the Murdoch Empire, I should, I should say. Um, you know, it just, it just makes that whole, you know, the need for alternative media for a people's voice just all the more important because of the, just the level of monopolisation by corporate interests uh, over, the, over media in Australia. I think, mm. you know, we've always been one of the worst um, countries for that, uh, you know, for decades, actually. Uh, you know, so... It's am- it's amazing to think that things are actually going to get worse in terms of media concentration, but they are about to, and it's going to benefit, um, you know, benefit those corporate interests. And when you think there's so much at stake now, you know, we've got basically the the interests of communities, the environment, you know, um, human needs, you know, for healthcare, for education, pitted, you know, directly against corporate mining interests. Um, greedy developers, uh, you know, I mean, the, the stakes are high today. Uh, you know, you just look at what's happening around the world and, you know, so it just means that the sort of forms of people's media that we can create and disseminate just become all the more crucial to ensuring that we can actually, you know, create a world, struggle for a world and, and achieve a, a world that's fit to live in for future generations. Mm. Yes, it's like that idea of the, uh, I guess, left-wing people-powered media as, as scaffolding for social change and building those links and building that organisation. And yeah, so 3CR is a very important part of that scaffolding for building radical change. Building them. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, I had the pleasure of reviewing the Radical Radio book um, that was marking the 40th anniversary of 3CR, and you know, you just look through the pages of that book and it's it's not just the history of the station it's actually a history of social movement in australia mm. and um you know and, and it's true is that there's a 
I mean, you know, people, you can use the term scaffold, you know, I mean, there's, there's like a, a sort of symbi- symbiotic relationship, if you like, between a very organic relationship between the sorts of things 3CR does and Green Left um, and what's actually happening politically in society. And, you know, and that's just as, I suppose, on the opposite side of the class struggle. You know, you've got the interests of the corporate of the corporate class and the content of the corporate media being very much dependent on each other as well. So, you know, we're, what we're in the what we're trying to do is to actually build build that um, build up our class voice. You know, against that power. Uh, and you know, and I think I think absolutely 3CR plays a very important role in terms of building the movement, not just reflecting what's going on, but actually helping people get active get connected with others who are struggling and, uh, you know, and also analyse analyze, uh, the situation and, and, you know, work out how to make things better, you know, how to fight it. And, and make sense of things. Exactly. And, you know, so where does this sit? Why are they doing this, you know? Where does it come from and where is it heading? All those sort of um, angles that we look at um, and everybody has their own opinion, but... The fact that, you know, the ordinary people, volunteers, like Green Left, it's volunteers who put the news together and put the information together and present it. And we don't lecture, we, we present the facts. And, and the analysis is always on the side of the people. Well, how does it affect the people? That's how um, we write in Green Left Weekly and certainly um, how we present it on, on 3CR, every program. Yep, and I mean, and it's activists. The crucial part. I mean, everyone who's who's got anything to do with you know with alternative and community media are are involved in in their communities. You know, whether it's well, whatever those struggles are. I mean, they're um, you know when where uh, it's not it's not a bunch of armchair um, you know. <laughs> yes, armchair revolutionaries. <laughs> yes. And I think that's that's the strength of 3CR, and and it is also the strength of Green Left Weekly because um, yeah, it's not about pontificating; it's actually, as you say, trying to understand the world in or, and trying to change it. Hmm, that's the key word: how to change it. Yeah. And then, you know, one of the, that reminds me, as you're saying, that it, it was during the Howard era that the refugee uh, issue hit the. Media, media big time and I think 3CR did a great job and it continues to cover refugee issues um, and this big victory that they have now got uh, which is only part of the victory, we haven't changed any policies or changed any direction of the, the government <coughs> uh, on the whole but this victory uh, certainly brings into question the way the government is run, it's $90 million down the uh, the the, the plug hole in, in terms of taxpayers' point of view, but the damage they've caused the refugees and and it, it's, it's a question for us now to how how do we analyse this? You know, is this sort of government mm. one who damages people and then pays some compensation? Um, money is useful, but mental health issues don't go away mm. with just and pouring money into key. it. Mm. Freedom, freedom is the key. I mean, it's true. No, no amount of compensation can make up for all the pain and suffering and torture that um, these people had to endure at the hands of our government. Time but loss. As, you know, Mayor yeah. Bouchani said, you know, it's you know, it's freedom that we need, and I think that, you know, really, 
this result is, well, it's an indictment of the government, even though they are refusing to admit any liability. Of course. Um, they blame the Labour Party. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, How I mean, they they're do both that? liable. They're totally both liable. So, but, you know, the public will judge it. And, and I think, um, I think the public will, will judge that, you know, that this compensation settlement is, you know, is a, is a real reflection of the guilt that both the Turnbull government and the Labor government before it. Yeah, guilt, fear. And and waste. It's just so wasteful. Oh, the, the most absolutely. economically efficient way to treat refugees is also the most humane way, That's and that right. is to settle them in the community. $90 million, you could have built a bunch of public housing for refugees to stay in. The, yep. the billions of dollars that have been given to these, to Transfield and G4S, uh, to run or broad spectrum, whatever they want to call themselves, to run these torture camps, that money would have been so much better spent just processing these refugees in the community. And not, not just building housing for refugees, it's also build public housing for non-refugees. Hmm. There's plenty of money there. What you know? Yeah. What kind of budget do these people run? I mean, I think women should take over. We run budgets in the homes better than these buggers use run budget for the country. Hmm. <laughs> well, no, is laughing. <laughs> I don't think I want Julie Bishop to take over. Not quite, but, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> or cash. <laughs> yeah. Oh, McKenna yeah. cash. It drives me insane. <laughs> but I think, too, that the interesting thing I was I was reading, and I've got an article about this thing in the coming Green Left, actually, was that um, there have been well over $20.3 million in compensation pay, payouts already, already paid yes. by the Australian government mm. for... Mm. Uh, Migration detention related cases. And, you know, and of course, this sort of court settlement avoids the public scrutiny of a trial. That's right. Um, and so obviously for the government, you know, it was the best option for them. But, um, you know, I think really that, you know, the word is out and, uh, you know, no confidentiality, you know, clause or anything is going to, you know, hush up the fact that this settlement's been made now and that you know it reflects really badly on the government and so it should you know it is Sorry, sorry, Susan. It also has a political angle because all the people who have been complaining about refugees have been accusing them and have been bagging them. Now they're going to stop and think there's something not right here. If the refugees are so bad, why is the government being, you know, pouring in so much money into hushing all these things? So mm. it, it certainly provokes a different way of thinking. Um, if the government wasn't in the wrong, it wouldn't have to pay out this sort of money. And, and you know, any right-wing um, way of thinking about refugees who are coming to take over the land and coming to bomb their land is going to be questioned, I hope, like the PKIU being wiped out in Britain. Um, let's hope some of the thinking kicks in and people certainly pay more attention to what the government's doing as opposed to blaming the victims. Um, That's right. Well, mm. and I think the other, the other uh, document that we need to make, you know, to spread around is this report by the UN Special Rapporteur, which has just been tabled at the UN, um, into Australia's human rights um, record in regard to migration and particularly offshore detention and the evidence that's you know, brought forward in that report is you know, 
speaks for itself, basically. And I think, you know, that combined with this settlement, um, you know, basically is putting the government on the back foot, I think, and helping to strengthen the, the calls for the camps to be closed down and for all the detainees to be basically brought to Australia to have their claims processed here um, while they can, you know, live in the community. Um, they've done it for, you know, over 300 <coughs> medical evacuees um, who are now, you know, in community. Um, certainly they could do it for the people that are on Manus and Nauru. Hmm. And, yeah, yeah. and now public opinion, you know, is, is supportive of that of that happening, which, you know, I think is a real testament to the, you know, just the sheer um, determination of the campaign um, to cut through the sort of propaganda coming out from the government about refugees and offshore detention somehow saving lives. Um, you know, this, it's good to see that, you know, that the tide is turning. Mm, definitely. All right, well, we should wrap it up. We've got a uh, we've got another pledge to just come in. So, um, yeah, thanks uh, heaps for speaking with us, Susan. No worries. It's been a pleasure. And, and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Keep up the good work there up in Sydney. No town. worries. And good luck for the rest of the show. And please ring up and pledge or donate online. Yes, what's that number again, Susan? 9419 <laughs> 8377 support yeah. 3CR. Good on you. Well, Thank you. Right. Thanks, Susan. Thanks, Eve, Susan. Yeah. Bye. Alrighty, Susan Price, there, national co-convener of the Socialist Alliance and former host of Green Left Radio in its earlier incarnation, which I think was also on a Friday morning from yes. what, what Susan said. So. Seems to be our slot, eh? Yeah. <clears throat> now, do you want me to read that pledge that's come in? Yes. 3CR. Okay, here we go. The pledge is in the name of Gorman Gast, which I find is a book which is better than the Lord of the Rings, according to Gabby, who's <laughs> collecting money out there. And the, the pledge is for $50. And the message is, we have to win this. How about that, eh? Fantastic. Yes, we have to win this. It's amazing that... Um, you know, that um, people are awake and they are pledging, which is good. Now, Goldman Gas is pledging $50. I'm not sure that, uh, what the total is at the moment, but hopefully it will come up in a minute. Mm. Um, so get on the phones and please pledge uh, money towards 3CR's maintenance for another 40 years. And um, anyone who pledges over $2 you can have a, a tax rebate on that one, isn't it? Mm. Okay. Now, you ha want to play some announcements or do you want to go to, uh, to the activist calendar? I'll play a quick announcement, I believe. So you can... Wondering how you pay your donation to the 3CR Radiothon? Well, you can do so online at www.3cr.org.au or call us with your credit card details on 94198377. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy, during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS. Or simply post your cheque or money order to PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. And be sure to tell us which program you'd like your donation to go to.
over trade or sovereignty and because recognition, it's not something that we haven't just turned up, so we don't need recognition in that sense. We've been here the whole time. Treaty, from my understanding, from my old people, is the end to the war, the end to our suffering and a chance for two sovereigns to sit down and negotiate a settlement. A settlement also acknowledges what's happened to our people over the last 200 plus years. So we can't be talking about a treaty. It's not a treaty process. It's got to have international scrutiny. We're just asking these criminals to, to determine the outcomes of the crimes that they've committed. 3CR, Radio for Change. The Green Left Weekly Annual Comedy Debate with Rod Quantock is on again. Saturday, June the 17th at the Brunswick Town Hall. MC extraordinaire Rod Quantock will host two teams of comedians debating whether fake news is real news. Comedians include Sean Bedlam, Gabe Hogan, Shirley Hood, Kirsty Mack, Morven Smith and Pauline Fartson Hellchild. The Green Left Weekly Annual Comedy Debate. Saturday, June the 17th at the Brunswick Town Hall. Corner Sydney Road and Dawson Street, Brunswick. Doors open at 6.30pm. For bookings, go to trybooking.com forward slash QAEN or call 9639-8622. That's 9639-8622, a 3CR supporter. Green Left Radio. Alrighty, welcome back. You're listening to 3CR. This is Green Left Radio. It is Friday morning. It is 14 minutes past 8. And to be perfectly honest, we are falling short of our pledge target and we need more people to ring up and pledge some cash. Uh, 94198377 or go to the website 3cr.org.au forward slash donate and uh, pledge some money. You don't have to pay it straight away. You can pledge some money now and, and pay it by the end of the month and you will help keep 3CR kicking along. This is important stuff, people. Um, please do pitch in. Uh, we did just have a pledge from Gormengast the Cat in Pasco Vale South who is encouraging people to read the book uh, which Gormengast is itself named after. Uh, which is a fantasy series by Mervyn Peake from the 1940s and 50s. So thank you very much, Gorman Gast. You're a sweet cat. Indeed, that was, what, $50? Yes. That's quite a bit. Fantastic. Um, and if, uh, if listeners are interested in uh, the Green Left Weekly or, or getting involved um, with the Green Left Weekly, uh, there is a comedy debate on th- this Saturday, June 17th, uh, with the theme, Fake News is Better Than Real News. It's a sparkling night of progressive comedy with MC Rod Quantock. Uh, there's dinner from 6.30, there's a bar available, and it's held at the Brunswick Town Hall on the corner of City Road and Dawson Street. It's going to be excellent. Indeed. It's always excellent, and it's going to be excellent again this year. Captain Snooze up in the place. You probably don't know about that. No, no, what... Captain Snooze. Captain Snooze. Yeah, so Rod Quantock, hilarious comedian, and back in the 90s, he was the face of Captain Snooze hmm. bed company. 
Right. And so, yeah. So that what, a, a sketch? Oh, I just, you'd see these ads on the TV oh, yeah. and it had him wearing a silly hat and sitting oh, right. on some beds and stuff. So what, what, what else uh, has he done that's, uh, that's notable? Uh, that views, heaps uh, of stuff. No. I, I've heard that he would take people on, like, he would take busloads of, like, Chinese tourists around Melbourne <laughs> and, and he'd take them on a sort of a comedic tour of Melbourne, mm. but he'd also stop in, at, like, 3CR and the Resistance Centre oh, yeah. and show people <laughs> some sort of activist yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, locations. Uh, yeah, what, what else is coming up? Um, so we've also got, on Friday, June the 30th, we've got a public meeting. Uh, also, um, it is uh, at Melbourne... Uh, hold on, I'm not sure where it is. It is a um, public meeting for uh, the radical alternative in northern Syria, so that's concerning uh, the Democratic Federation of Northern Syria. Um, and the face, uh, the, the threats it faces on all sides from Turkey, uh, the Islamic State and the Assad regime, um, its relations with its supposed allies, the United States and Russia. Um, and so it's a big uh, sort of discussion on all, all these things at the moment. So we've got uh, Saleh Muslim um, speaking, Michelle Harding, um, Andrea uh, Maximovich, uh, Bob Steri, um, and others. So this will be held at the Victoria University City Campus, Level 11. Uh, that's 300 Flinders Street in the city. And it's um, it's part of the conference uh, for the Rojava Revolution in Syria. And yeah, so yeah. radical democracy, feminism, ecology, all that amazing stuff that they're doing. And what date is that? I think it starts on Friday the 30th uh, of June. Yep, Friday the 30th of June at 6:30 p.m. for a 7 p.m. start. So that should be incredible uh, yeah, to yeah. attend. Um, and should also give a shout out to uh, Ron Guy, long-time supporter and uh, listener of uh, Green Left Radio. Uh, Ron does some excellent advocacy and, and campaign work around the uh, people of Western Sahara. And uh, yeah, Ron's chucked in a hundred bucks. So thanks, heaps, Ron. Uh, you're a champ. Mitchus gratius. Mm. Right. So, what else have we got? Uh, what's what else is coming up uh, that we're have aware we of? Have we done this page? Uh, next page. Oh, well, that's another thing. If you want to get a copy of uh, Green Left Weekly, you can head along to Flinders Good Street easy. Station this afternoon from about what three thirty. Yep. Okay. Um, before I go to the uh, the, uh, the rest of the announcements, there's been another donation. Yes. Somebody you don't know, Zane. Who? Caroline Haydock. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Has pledged twenty dollars. Thank you, Caroline. <laughs> That's Caroline. That's fantastic. That's your friend, obviously. Yes. <laughs> I'm not saying any more. <laughs> okay, more, more announcements. Um, Rod Quantock, as we all know, he's um, a great supporter of 3CR, and he's got a program called A West Coburg Boy at 8 p.m., and that is on the 28th of June, Wednesday evening, and it's... Um, <clears throat> and, um, He's an environmental activist and a social justice advocate, but he 
But did you know that Rod grew up in the in West Coburg and attended a local primary school? Did you know that? But many didn't know that. Yeah. His performing career began in '54 with a role in West Coburg Baptist Church's nat- Nativity. Is that how you pronounce that word? Nativity play. So the pr- it's presented by the Coburg Historical Society, and Rod will uh, reminisce about his childhood in Coburg. So it's 8 p.m. Coburg Library, corner of Victoria and Louisa Streets, and it's in Coburg, obviously. So 29th of um, June, Thursday, there's a public meeting, 10 years of Northern Territory Intervention and Working uh, Treaties. So that is, um, that'll be in RMIT. It's at 2.45 p.m., building 80, level 4, room 11. Uh, it's hosted by Concerned Australian. So that is 10 years of Northern Territory Intervention working towards treaties. Important event to go to. 30th of June, which is a Friday, Friday week, no, fortnight. Um, the Rojava Revolution uh, starts on the evening of the 30th of June and goes through to the next day, the 1st of July, Saturday, all day. Yes, we just heard about that one from Fred. So okay. That would be right. a good one to get along to. And the Student of Sustainability Conference? Yeah, it's happening up in Newcastle. So, did we read that one out? No, I haven't heard about that one yet. Okay. So, Students of Sustainability is an annual environmental and social justice conference. So, it will have all the um, activists, students, educators, artists from around Australia for a week of education, culture, networking, celebration, good food, and camping. Uh, it's called SOS, actually, for short. And it's in Newcastle, in New South Wales, in uh, our buckle. Is that correct, Zane? And uh, Warimi uh, yeah, country. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so yeah, Awabakul or Abakul is south side of the Hunter River, basically, and then Warimi is north side of the Hunter River. Okay. So have we read about uh, NADOC? Uh, no. No. Okay. The next one's NADOC. Time's moving on. I'll do this quickly. It's um, on the July... Seventh, that th- that whole week before that is NADOC week. There will be celebrations all over uh, di- in different venues. You can look it up on the internet. But this one's a particular march. It's always there's always a march from the bars where I work. Yay! Yay! And um, Victorian Aboriginal Health Service. That's right. And uh, it started 11 a.m. So all welcome to join the march and a bit of a festival. Usually t-shirts for sale. And it's always good fun. The community, um, you know, all turn up. It's a fantastic day. Yeah, rad. Hey, we've got a donation <coughs> on the text line. Um, the wonderful Mike Vescio from 3CR has donated $20. Excellent. Thanks, Michael. Thank you so much. Legend. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> right. We're kicking off. It's, it's happening, but we've still got a long way to go. We've, we've just crossed about the $500 mark, but uh, we've still got a way to go so that we can... Uh, you know, hit our target of fifteen hundred bucks. So, please, if you can ring in uh, in these last sort of five minutes of this morning's show, nine four one nine eight three double seven, and pledge a bit of cash each to Greenleaf Radio. It all tax goes three CR. Tax deductible cash. Yep, the best kind of cash. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he's learning. <laughs> He's only 15, he's learning already. (laughs) Yes. 
Uh, all right. So, is there any more activist calendar? Um, well, uh, for tomorrow, um, Saturday, uh, June seventeenth, people uh, might want to know. Um, there's a big red book fair um, in ah. the trades hall on the corner of Ligon and Victoria Street. So, people who are big into reading, reading, um, you know, the doctrine of of Marx and all that. There's going to be um, all that kind of stuff um, at the big red book fair. Um, from 10 a.m. till 5 p.m., uh, corner of Ligon and Victoria Streets in the Trade Hall, Carlton South. Yes. Um, with uh, 1 p.m., Jeff Sparrow, author of No Way But This, will be speaking uh, on the life and music of Paul Robeson, including an audio showcase of some of his great songs. Mm-hmm. There will also be a barbecue available, so please come along. It'll be fantastic. Yeah, rad. New the International <coughs> Bookstore. Yes, after that, they, they can come to the comedy debate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Time, almost time to wrap up. Any more pl- pledges coming in? That'd be wonderful. Come on, please. Please. <laughs> I've still got a thousand bucks to go. <laughs> I mean, if we don't quite hit our target today, which, frankly, it looks like we're not going to, we'll get stuck in and make sure that we, that we reach that target between now and the end of the month. But look, please, if you can ring in now, it's going to, Make life a bit easier. Nine four one nine eight three double seven. That's right. Nine four one nine eight three double seven. And the SMS number is zero four double eight nine three zero eight double five. That's right. Zero four double eight nine three zero eight double five. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Chuck in. <laughs> that's a, that's the the tin, is it? Coins <laughs> mm. tin. All right. Now, um, Fred, who's here, has done a great job this week of of like lining up a big list of some of the guests that we've had on. I will just skip. I can't possibly read out all of them because there's literally about six, seven, seven pages <laughs> yeah. of uh, that's, guests that's that we've impressive, had. Impressive, isn't it? Yeah. So. Uh, it's it's really important to keep Green Left kicking on so we can play our little part in uh, yeah contributing to this radical radio station, which is a, a fantastic resource for the left. All right, um, you know what? We're getting to the end. So unless there's any last-minute callers or texters who want to write in, we might get ready to hand this thing over to uh, Beyond Zero Emissions Radio. And they can come in here and cool this place down, cool this climate down, stop it from overheating, because that's what they do best. And uh, I think the best way to to hose out this particular fire is with cold, hard cash. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, another three minutes to donate uh, $980. Come on. Come on. You can do it. Someone ring up and just drop a grand. You know it'll be good on your tax return. I can hear the phone. The phone's ringing. (laughs) Hang on. This is our $1,000 donation (laughs) to end the show. That would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Yes. I'm sure the pledges will still keep rolling in as people wake up and they're listening to to the radio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, BZEs are standing outside, all the presenters. Yeah. They're, they're baying. They're at the door. I will, <laughs> I will see if we can get a quick update from Gab here about uh, what this, this donation is that's just come in. But, uh, yes, very shortly we'll be handing over to BZE. 
Yeah. Looking forward to comedy debate tomorrow night. Yeah, it'll be a great night, I think. Yeah. Got, uh, good comedians and he always has good food. Yeah. And um, it'll be f- it's always a fun night, you know? Yeah. All right. Look, I was pretty keen to hear who this donation is, but we might have to uh, find out next week or something because uh, we've really got to no. hand this thing over to BZE. Hmm? We better wrap up. Yeah. Two minutes to go. Cool. All right. Well, thanks again. And, uh, yeah, do keep reaching into your pocket and supporting the various programs on 3CR. And, uh, yeah, thanks again to everyone. Thank you very much. And have a good day. Au revoir. This brings us to the end of the show. You have been listening to Friday Morning Breakfast with Green Left Radio. Brought to you by the Green Left Weekly Newspaper, which provides a weekly source of alternative information which aims to inspire action to put people and the environment first. If you would like to subscribe to the newspaper and get it delivered to your door, you can do so by visiting the website at greenleft.org.au or call 1-800-634-206. For new subscribers, it is only $10 for the first six issues. Repeats of the show and interviews are podcasts on our homepage on the 3CR website. Thank you for listening. You are tuned into 3CR Community Radio, 855 Digital on the AM dial and streaming live on 3cr.org.au. start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now?